Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Lowest Effect on Universal Energy Radio. My name is Alisa. My name is Liz. Hello. <laughs> Where should we begin? Hmm. Well, I'm... And I think we're going to have a caller in the queue, because so I know someone's going to be calling in, because it's, it's a friend of mine. So I don't know when she's going to do that, but it'll be, uh, I think, a 310 area code. I know it's Los I Angeles. See, I see someone in the queue. Uh, if, okay, but if, you do want, if you do want to uh, get in on the conversation, you can press 1. And uh, there we go. Um, there and we I, go. Will okay. this, I will say this. I will say this. Raven in chat has also requested um, a message for her son, Josh. His birthday is going to be on uh, Sunday. So okay. put so, that in, got it. In, the, in the queue for that. So, All right. Okay. So I'm going to get the, that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I know who this is. So let's start with this. We have a lot to talk about today. Let's see if we, we get through it. Oh, girl. Okay. Take this call. Hello, Erica 310. Good morning. You're on the air. Who's this? This is Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Debbie. A.K.A. Tara. Good morning. <laughs> well, she got more names. We're not going to even get into that. She got more names for the other I know, right? Up. It's crazy. But, right. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is my... Oh, my God. I mean, I just can't go on and on and on. Um, one of my dearest friends, and I think singularly, or I said that's so good, singularly um, the person in my life that we, um, we correspond across all areas. So you know how you can have mm-hmm. friends in different segments? Like, this is my... This is this is my artist group, or this is my okay. We're just moms, or this is a, Debbie. It's it's across, and we know each other well over thirty years now. So across everything, spiritual, professional, um, everything, Maternal. everything, consciousness, we everything. Even share a birthday. Well, <laughs> yes, so not that, or not that, but this is why you're good segue, girl. And we adore each other, and our lives just um, have been overlapping off and on, but more on than off lately. And it's so wonderful to have a friend where you're just not segmenting who you are. You could just be who the hell you are. And are uh, so so fortunate that we are in each other's life. But the birthday that she's talking about that we share is not my birthday, but Debbie's birthday was yesterday, June 29th. And I suggested mm. that she call the show because she does listen to us. And my amazing son, Jeremiah, who just turned 17, also yesterday. And I think it's amazing that my son and one of my best friends share the same birthday. I think that's something so magical and special about that. Mm-hmm. So Debbie was born on the 29th. And I thought, who better? Then our Elisa to uh, give her kind of like the forecast for the personal year that um, she's entering in. Of now I don't know if it's diff- yeah I don't know if it's different than like it's weird like personal years is the birthday and the current year because um, 
like the guy that I'm seeing, his birthday is uh, July 22nd. And I think you helped me figure this out. Because I used to do that. Whenever I would date anybody, I'm like, bitch, I need you to run some numbers. Run some numbers for me. <laughs> run some numbers. <laughs> and I believe that we figured out that he and I had the same personal year. Right. So how does it work out that people have the same personally? Obviously, you have the same birthday, right? Sure. But it's just how the numbers, right. that's just how, how it adds up. How it up. adds up, I guess. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you, I'm, I'm, you know, this is why you're the smart one on the show. Because, uh, you know, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know nothing. No. Well, uh, you know, yeah, you know, there are only, there are only, there are only nine numbers you can pick from. So, um, right. yeah, uh, it's just how the, the numbers add up. So I love that, um, one happy birthday to Debbie Thank you. and, Thank you. and, and, um, and to, to Jeremiah, I did wish him a happy birthday on Instagram. You sure did. And, the, yeah, I thought about that uh, yesterday. The personal year for both Debbie and Jeremiah is a number five. Um, oh, so, God. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, no. Already putting oh, it well. I know for you. That's my lucky I, number. I love it. See, is it? It's my favorite number. Mm-hmm. It's my it? favorite number. Yeah, because all my kids are born on the fifth. There was five of us when we were, you know. So yeah. Wow. Yeah, the artist for me, Lorna, is married. <laughs> mm-hmm. I said the artist, formerly known as married, that's what mm-hmm. previous. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we connected on everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. It's crazy, me and this girl. So I'm gonna. This is great. So, so we're gonna you're, you're gonna share this information with Debbie, but I'm gonna pay close attention because this relates to my son. But when you said a five, because this kid lives a five because he's all over the place. So let's just see what happens. All right, I'm going to listen. I'm very curious. <laughs> well, oh I mean, the, the five is about a lot of different changes. And it, in a personal year, it's, um, it's about expecting the unexpected. And with the, with the number oh, five, God. there is, there is a, a need to be adaptable and flexible and, and think outside the box uh, always. Uh, the, the five is about this experience. And so in a personal year, you, we, we go from like from a one year of having these new ideas and new beginnings. And it's every, every year you kind of add on, you add on a little, a little more nuance to whatever your, your path is. And so this past year, which was a four uh, personal year, there were a lot more ideas that were putting into motion or planning you know, it's part of this plan that you've been forming over the last, well, back, back then, three years. And so, you know, we have, you have all these different ideas that have come together, and now you have a, 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 at least an idea of what you want to do with it. And so you put a lot of time and work and effort into you know, prepping it, shaping it, just getting last final details, and now this year is is really in earnest where you're putting it in motion and you're seeing um, how things are going to play out. Maybe things haven't come back yet because you just started it, but it's, it's, it's a <laughs> showing me like you're dipping your toe in the pool, but then you decide to jump in 
I mean, and that's the five part is like, okay, I, I see the pool. Like I've made plans to get to the pool. I have my outfit on. I have a towel. I have snacks. I have, you know, sunscreen. I, it's all the prep work of getting to the pool and being at this pool side. But when you're, when you're finally there, you're like, you know what? I wonder what it's like to be in the water. And uh, so you could do a few things to kind of, you know, to get, you got to prepare yourself. Well, I probably should have taken a swim class or I probably should have done all these other things. A five is just going to be like, Ooh, I wonder how the water is. Ooh, let me, let me just jump in. Only one way to find out. It's gonna ju- we have to jump in. And so that is the difference between a four year and a five year where you're prepping uh, as, as Liz has adapted to our Southern saying of fixing to do this. A five is I'm where I'm doing it. With my life. I'm fixing to I'm fixing to do some stuff. You're doing it now. So this is that. But you know, but but see, you're not. You're still not done, right? You're never really done. And so in a five year, you have you you gather these experiences and you 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 put things to the test. But it's not really a test because you're doing it. But but in a sense, you're gaining more information. You can make. Um, really, in numerology, you kind of give yourself a couple of years to 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 see how things flesh out. And in a seven year, you start tweaking and making adjustments um, at, now that you have some more experience under your belt. But a five year is taking these plans and really and really going with it. And, and that's partly why we go with these plans, but nothing really, really goes to the plan that we think it is or the, the trajectory that we think, maybe not exactly 100%. So that's why being flexible and being um, uh, adaptable and ready for the unexpected to the degree that you can plan for it, right? Then that five kind of throws you a curveball, maybe saying, you know what, you, 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 you put a lot of work into, into, into the effort of things, but this is like a little bit of playtime and a little bit of let's open up your horizons and see what else was out there. Um, so I love how, Liz, you talked about Jeremiah. He always lives a five. And that's probably true. It, it, it's so just, true. Oh, my God. That's just uh, so, so the vibe that he's in is a little bit different than the vibe that you're in. Also, because of the roles that you're in, you're the parent. He's, he's not the parent. Uh, so he's clearly he's, he's still trying to he's still having he's still living his life. But he doesn't also have those additional responsibilities yet. Nope. Um, or he hasn't quite accepted that he's going to have these responsibilities very, very, very soon of, you know, being able to take care of himself. But that's that transition. Oh, yeah. So that's why a five allows you uh, like a little bit of fun, a little bit of, oh, what was that? A little bit of, I really got to get my my crap together. You know, uh, there's a little bit of everything in a five year, um, and it's meant to help you to that next level of being. And so for someone who embraces that five, it's because they can see where there's an opportunity to grow. And on a deeper level, that's really what that five is. It's an opportunity to grow because as much as you've laid your foundation and what are you going to do with it, what are you going to build with it? And you can't just think about building it. You have to do the steps to build it. And that is, that is work and effort, but it's work and effort with a plan and with a goal. And as you're doing it, you realize, oh, there's some other things I've learned about myself. Um, it's not just building this. If you, if you say just taking the idea of building a house uh, or for most people who have had any type of renovation done in their living space, you think, oh, here's the plan for this. And then as you tear out a wall, you realize, oh, my God, this, 
this this is happening. This needs attention too. You start you start realizing there are other things that are connected to it that you didn't know until you saw it. That you have to you have to pay attention to that too. So that's the adaptability, the flexibility part. Um, and and maybe you didn't budget right for that, but you can't move on until that is addressed. So you start to make your adjustments and you start to think outside the box. Um, you start to gather in other, other people who may, who might be able to help you. There's so much more. That's like the, the whole thing of life is realizing you're not living in a vacuum. You've got people around you. You have to use your words. You have to communicate. You have to use all the things you've all from all the other numbers to figure out how to, how to make this happen and how to, um, I don't want to even say how to survive it because it's more than that. It, it, ultimately, it's it's how how you how you be it's the, how you be how you are as you're doing it. Because it isn't it isn't about getting the bathroom remodeled or any of that. That's small small potatoes compared to the the bigger picture as you go through all this. Because you're midway so for Deb Debbie and uh, and Jeremiah midway through. A cycle of nine years. So in this nine-year trajectory, you're halfway there, and it's like, oh, well, it's kind of exciting if you could view it from a bigger picture of, well, I know what this is, what I said I wanted to do, and and look at mm. what what other things are showing up too that in, enrich this process, and and there's so much more. So it's like, yeah, you're doing the work. Hopefully, you're getting um, a lot out of it, and you're feeling rewarded, and you're also excited about what's to come. Um, mm-hmm. because of and in spite of some of the things that, that seem like to be obstacles or roadblocks or just, oh, one more thing to consider. I wasn't expecting that. One more thing on my plate. And yet that's that richness um, when you are able to pull so much uh, depth and clarity from yourself and and also get inspiration from other people around you who are at, at, at also at different stages in their in their process, in their personal years. And that's how you help each other out. So you're never doing it alone. And in a five-year, you realize, wow, yeah, there's a lot that could be happening. It's, it can be really uh, invigorating. Um, and it gives you a, a renewed sense of purpose when you can take yep. um, some of these other experiences from people that, are, that, that inspire you or that you're really close to. And you realize, yeah, yeah, we, you know, we've got this. Maybe today wasn't my day, but um, tomorrow's a different day. And I'll just learn from it, and I'll move forward. So happy birthday! And in a five year, you, you. like you never you never know what's going to happen. But in a sense, you kind of do. You kind of have set oh, you set some mm-hmm. trajectories. But it's, it's like yeah, be uh, be open to other opportunities and other surprises, both internally and externally. Right, Thank and you. I know that you would always mm-hmm. call like the five as adventure through change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so and. Just knowing that I know her so Debbie so well and what she has, I mean, there 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 have been so many so many seeds, so many amazing seeds that have been planted, and so many things that uh, she's lined up, and it makes sense that she's coming out of a four, because there's been so much infrastructure, right, Deb? Like Deb has like like really pushed um, herself in in such phenomenal ways, a ways that for some might appear to be intimidating, um, ways that are groundbreaking, ways that are defying convention, 
And it, all of that groundwork, and I know that's like the four, groundwork, groundwork. So mm-hmm. I'm pleasantly surprised to hear that she's going into a five because that's all about the, the adventure of all of these wonderful, uh, beautiful things, expect, like you said, expected and unexpected. That's mm-hmm. very, very exciting um, that the, the foundations have been laid. So I think this is really good timing, Deb. I'm not surprised that you're going into a five. Because it's like, mm. buckle up, girl. Buckle up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you always got to buckle up with this one anyway. But buckle up. You two, you two seatbelts with this one. Two seatbelts and have a cocktail and you're going to be good. So, yeah. So, I hope I hope that was helpful and insightful. I love that you're in a five. I think that, that makes perfect sense. And uh, thank you so much for uh, calling in and saying hi. I don't know. She's in L.A., so I don't know. It's 530. I don't know if she's going to go to bed. She's going to keep listening. But... um. I'm, I'm so glad you called. Okay, Thank so you. We'll put Thank you on. You. Thank yeah, you. so you can keep listening. Love you, girl. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Take care. All right, yeah, I'll put okay, you on so mute. Next, next on the agenda. So, uh, yay, we love her so much. I love that for <laughs> my son to share the birthday. Uh, it's and wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, it's so special. When we figured that out, I'm like, oh, my God, wait a minute. <laughs> so... So we're going to pull a message on Josh, Josh's behalf of Marguerite. Marguerite, it, she could just ch- type in pick in the chat or the music will pick it. We'll see what happens, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. So this is for Josh's birthday, which is, uh, she said Sunday? Yes. Okay. So another cancer. Cancer's right. in the house. Right. It's a season. I know. Right. I'm ready. Okay. So just type in pitch. This is for Josh. Pick. Okay. Interesting. This doesn't... Oh, here's a number. Okay. Uh, the number associated with this message is 163. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is amazing. Okay, so this is for Josh. You are expanding. Listen to your body and do not be afraid of the physical and emotional shift you may be experiencing. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Because he's hospitalized recently. There's been some, some challenges that he's been, this message is, really uh, appropriate. Yeah. I'll read it again. For Josh, you are expanding. And I really think that these three words are probably the most prevalent in this message. You are expanding. That's very, it's so simply put, but it's so complex. Mm -hmm. You are expanding. Listen to your body and do not be afraid of the physical and emotional shifts you may be experiencing one six three. Um, the central number in that sequence of numbers is six, and that's that's love, um, and that's love on a on a personal level versus like a nine uh, impersonal universal love. So six is at the heart of this, uh, literally and figuratively, um, and that one starts it off. That's the individual. That's also just the idea of sense of self 
So your sense of self, self-care, self-love, so the six goes in there, and then the three is about the, um, not big, big extension, but just a, 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 um, a sharing and a flow of energy, both uh, outgoing and, and, and internal. But, but it's, it's usually a flow out uh, to others to connect. And, um, and so this flow is meant to, it's almost like it's showing me like, a, like a, it's, a, it's a filter, but you keep, you keep the stuff that's great for you. Not that you leave dregs for everybody else, but it means that um, like this energy, I, I, we've heard it a lot of times, energy is, is energy. It's neither good nor bad. So when you have this energy, like depending on where you are at the moment, what you're taking in at the moment, if if your uh, if your frequency is pretty low, then maybe you feel put upon by having like really really crazy energy come to you. You can think of it as being crazy because you're like ah oh, you know I just can't handle that. And then there are other times when you're feeling at the top of your game, and the more energy that is around you, like so when you think of people who are like rock stars, you know, and they and they're they're in their element or they're, they're performing, and they just feed off of that energy because there's just a, a, a really crazy flow, and they're ready for it. So, energy is just energy, and I kind of feel like they're showing me this filter. So for Josh, that energy of coming coming through, you know, he he can take he take in whatever he needs from it, and as he releases what he doesn't need that energy can go to, to, to other places where it's also needed. Um, and that's, so it, it, it could be very beneficial. Sometimes we overthink, oh, I don't want to give you my bad energy. Well, you have your energy and, and you put your spin on it. Um, so it, you can't be responsible for other people, how other people are going to take your energy. Uh, but, you know, if you're being an asshole, you're being an asshole. So that's, <laughs> that's that. <laughs> um, so, um, but this is back to this. This whole sequence is still ends up being a one. It's still about the self. When you add up all those numbers, um, that one, the individual one, is about being able to take care of yourself, being loving, and also understanding how your energy is flowing. Um, also, what, you, what you're taking in and what you're putting out. And so for him to do the best he can with, um, you know, I think Marguerite had put in some information a while back. I think it was last week where there was a disruption of what they were planning on doing. Like she, the doctor that he was supposed to see had to cancel. Um, so he didn't, you know, he was kind of out of some, some of the flow that he was used to, some of the treatment that he was actually looking forward to. And that, but, but there were other things that he could look forward to other things that, that were still on the docket. But, um, you know, given given his situation, like you, you want to make sure that that he has the the right treatment and the right care, and you, know, you want to make sure everything's good, even if it's a little a little off or something is skipped, seemingly. So I, feel, I kind of feel like they're showing me all this so um, Marguerite can help with with the the energy of things, and mostly it's not like she has to do a lot; it's just. It, she does so much for other people, but sort of maintaining um, a higher frequency, a higher level of energy so that, uh, you know, he can also kind of be grounded by that. Um, not that he can't ground himself, but it helps to have a, you know, super power mom to, to do that too. Um, but ultimately it is like the sort of environment he's in, um, 
if he can let go and, and just be, then, then we're good. So I feel like that one, six, three, it's, it covers some really powerful uh, traits of these numbers, like the love and the, the energy flow and the individuality. And it helps support who he is as, as a spirit, as a being. Um, and given this particular circumstance, but for, for, for all of it, because that's just like this is one thing. Um, it's a big thing, but it's one thing um, at the moment. So, you know, we, we do, of course, wish him always the best and a happy early birthday because we won't see you guys until, uh, what, Tuesday. Um, Tuesday. Yeah. And she's writing some things in here. She said, great message. He has another appointment at the hospital today. Okay, good. He's coping well mm-hmm. with all the changes. So Thank you. Very Thank good. You. He knows what's going on. Yeah. He knows what to do. Interesting. And, you know, and Debbie, because um, I know she's listening, the six follows the five. And it's interesting because whatever adventures you're going to, because this girl, she is adventure <laughs> squared. And she, she is jumping on planes. She's directing film she's 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 on stage she's in front of the camera she's this one i it's, it's such a swirl of activity the six which is the next cycle that's the love number so i think that's really interesting that through all this adventure through change mm-hmm. that the building blocks of the, the love that's really going to deepen and develop like it's going to start in the five, but it's really going to develop in the six. So, uh, Deb, shave your legs, girl, because, you know, things are going to be happening later. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, and also, you know, when we when we look at during a personal, well, for personal years, when you have that, um, when you go through the numbers and you say, so uh, we talked about the planning in a, in a four year, whether you realize what you're doing or not. Uh, you're you're putting some pieces together, and and when you get into the five year, and you're you're executing the plan, and you're you're going through it, and you're seeing how things are, um, a lot of those plans are mostly, you know, they're personal plans. You know, they may have some bigger bigger goals and things like that, but but they're personal to you. And when you get to a five, and you you experience all these different things, you start seeing how it affects the people around you, how it affects your family. Um, you know, your workplace, mm-hmm. that type of thing. So when it gets to the six, now you start to settle down a little bit and you look at your ability to respond. So your, your responsibility, your ability to respond to those um, who are looking to you or who depend on you um, as part of, part of a bigger group, you know, part of your family or part of your workplace. So you start seeing how, okay, uh, you know, I had, I had my fun. Not that, not that you can't have any more fun after that, but you start seeing how how you might need to change some things so that you can still have that connection with your family. So you can still um, you can still. Uh, I hate to say it, use the word multitask, but there are other things happening, and you can't can't put all all your energies into just oh, I'm a work person. That's it, you know, and have everything suffer. Or maybe that's what a six shows you. It shows you where you know you really could you really could use. Um, your 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 energy in these other areas and so if you're feeling disconnected or you're feeling unloved or you know using a six it's that it, it it's figuring out i really want to take care of of these things 
and you start to see how, you know, have I developed a, an environment, or have I cultivated an environment where I can't really do that, where I've kind of put myself out of the equation. Right. Um, right. So. Right. Because with the numbers, it could be the, the, the inverse, you know, love, lack of love, or, you know, is, is that, mm-hmm. but it's very, it's very interesting with the six because when I got into the six two years ago, that's really when I started dating. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. see, like, like for real dating, not like pleading about it, but like for real dating, that was two years ago. <laughs> and then, you know, hello. And then, and then the seventh, all self-reflection, like that was to the core of one's soul. The seven was so profound. Mm-hmm. And now the eight, I'm very excited for, uh, for the eight. But it's really interesting because, you know, we can't put it through this rose-colored filter. This mm-hmm. is a per- like unless anybody needs us. This is a perfect segue for my little story. <laughs> Go. I right. have a little story. <laughs> so I'm gonna just jump in. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now this is really interesting because on on Tuesday's show, you shared the story of our lovely friend, your housemate. Amy, a.k.a. Old Spice, who we love, that she was, uh, unfortunately, due to um, the cat of the household, I mean, uh, needing to be neutered and being in heat and probably being a feral, uh, you know, victim of being, being, you know, neglected or whatever. Unfortunately, Amy was unexpectedly um, attacked, for lack of a better word. by the by Emmy the cat and suffered some some injury and just just that surprise of you know one moment you know she's watching just the next moment um she's in a little bit of shock yeah so that was on um on uh Tuesday <clears throat> that same day uh, so we hear the story Right, because I guess it took place Monday night, right? Yeah. You had the show Tuesday. Right. Tuesday, long story short, I'm on my way home from visiting a friend in Connecticut who, she has an incredible set, her living situation is incredible, and she, in where she lives, which is a beautiful apartment complex, is this gorgeous pool, and whenever I can... I like to just take a staycation day, spend some time with her, get out of the city, an hour away. It's perfect. It's fabulous. It's one of my favorite things to do in the summer, just to like get away and um, enjoy her company and her fabulous setup. I am um, about to board the train to go back into New York, and there's this little, it's so rickety, from a third world country, this little it personal bridge, only one person at a time can go on this, this metal bridge that uh, takes you to where the train is. The train, so I, so the train comes, I go on this, this, this little metal bridge, it's very rickety, the doors open, my right foot enters the train car, my left foot is about to enter the train car, but it's a huge gap. And I know I wasn't totally in my body. I, mm-hmm. I know I wasn't. 
I am going to own that. I blame nobody. I'm not even blaming myself. It's just, what, it's just, it's just what happened. The energy had a shift. Well, this is how the energy shifted in my case. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm in my eight year. Look at what I'm manifesting. Hello. Mm. But I'm, but I'm actually, I'm glad it happened. And I'll tell you why later. So I, my right foot boards the train. My left foot uh, falls into this this gap. And because I'm on the smaller side. A lot of my left leg kind of, uh, my fall was broken by this, by this metal edge, thank goodness. But a lot of my leg fell through the crack. And if I went in a different direction, I, maybe I could have ended up in the tracks or something. Nobody saw me but the conductor. And don't even ask me how I got myself up. Mm. I should have been way more injured than I was. Um, but my whole left side got all banged up, and I, I knew nothing was broken. I knew I was able to to get myself into the train. I even activated my ticket so that they could scan it. I activated my ticket on the phone. Uh, the conductor's like, "We can, uh, you know, we're gonna hold the, the we're gonna hold the train." I'm like, "Don't hold the train. I don't want these people. Yet. Don't hold the train. <laughs> we can call for medical attention." Nope. The next town, nope. So I refused medical attention. I said, I, I do I do need an anti-inflammatory because already I had, you know, I was banged up. I already had a huge bruise on my leg immediately. So I knew, like, I'm in, you know, I'm in a little bit of trouble and I'm in shock. He's like, I have to write this. I have to write this up. I'll be right back. And then I'm like, okay, I'm in shock. So I start to text. On Tuesday's show, I had remarked about the time when things were very chaotic, where uh, several years ago, there was a period of time in one year that I fell 14 times. And I'm feeling myself on the earth saying, I haven't fallen in 18 months. Look <laughs> at me. I am so, I am just so, I am a spiritual master. I know everything. I know the meaning of life. No, I don't know shit. <laughs> so I think the irony, also more irony, the day before, Monday, I'm cleaning up my refrigerator. I'm cleaning up the freezer. I'm like, oh, look at these, look at these, these, those, these ice packs. I should actually, you know, I should, I should actually, you know, upgrade them. They might come in handy. So <sighs> I actually prepared ice packs the day before. Okay, okay, because I cleaned my freezer, prepared the ice pack. I, I, I ice pack Monday night. Thinking that could come in handy. Okay. I talk on Tuesday's show how much I, I, I would fall and look at, I've come so far. I have ice packs there and I will even admit this on the train in the morning going to Connecticut. I do have this, uh, like a dysmorphic view of myself. And I did realize how unconscious addiction is. I think this had to happen to break so many patterns. Mm. When I say addiction is unconscious, meaning how I am not fully receiving or taking in what's coming in. So I have nothing to complain about with the person I'm seeing right now. I have to give him a lot of credit. He's been stepping up. I I feel so fortunate. I'm in a really great place. 
or whatever. But for some reason, I have this dysmorphic perception of, well, just because, the, you know, just, just because that was that, you know, meaning that um, this is really anything or whatever. Like, I minimize it. I go, create, I go a little weird in my head. And I know it's the trauma response. I know what it is. I'm not a victim. I don't blame. But I know there, there are parts of my brain that, that don't fully function that way. And it's just what you learn to live with. And it, it actually is a form of addiction. And you're completely unconscious that you do that. Hmm. So... When I'm on the train in the morning going to Connecticut, I said to myself, wouldn't that be crazy? Because we didn't, we're in touch a lot, but, but sometimes a day or two could pass that we're not texting. It's like we're not joined at the hip. We're fully formed individual people. That's fine. So we hadn't been in touch just for one day. Okay, just for one day. And I'm not thinking anything like, oh, my God, I wasn't insecure or anything, but it's this addiction, this this, this morphic to myself, again, psychic, you know, and not realizing how clairvoyant I am, I said, wouldn't that be crazy if, like, I have to communicate with him to, to let him know that I got into an accident? That was in the morning. Wow. <laughs> that was in the morning. Wow. So, back on the train, my, my legs all busted up. I'm, like, I'm in a lot of pain real fast. But I'm like, I'm not going to go to no ER or urgent care. I've been in enough emergency rooms with my son to know what I need to do. And I'm not going to risk getting COVID. Hmm. I know what I need to do. So uh, the train was only held not even 10 minutes. Thank God nobody yelled. And um, he's like, we have to, I have to write this up. I'm going to come back. I had to, you know, write my information. So while I'm waiting for him, state of shock, like, oh, my God. I start texting a few people. I I texted uh, my kids, and I posted on Instagram that uh, my son Jeremiah wished him happy birthday, that he's my hero. And I say he's my hero because he met me at Grand Central Station. He met me at the track and took me home and took care of me, which was so valiant and so amazing. Mm. Um one of the people that I texted was our Alisa <laughs> because I said, we talked about this on the show about falling. And, and then what was so sweet, and I really appreciate this. To be honest, I don't even remember what I said to you on the phone. You were so nice. You called me. And at this point, I'm like, I'm like, you know, fighting my tears. Right. And I'm like, what did I just do? What did I just do? And I just thank you so much for talking to me, you know, maybe back on the ledge because I fell off the ledge, but I'm um, talking to me on the ledge. Um, that, that was too, that was so harrowing for me because I saw how I really need to understand you can't lose your body, especially if you're out. But you really can't lose your body. And I was talking to another friend yesterday about this and talking about, um, actually I was talking to my friend Teresa who is a healer and she's incredibly spiritually evolved. Now, she was very much in my life and I kind of met her at the time 
when I had the 14 falls in one year. And things were very chronic and really, uh, it was just a state of emergency that whole year of my divorce and everything else. It was a horrible time. And she said, you're falling because you're leaving your body. When I spoke to her, I actually spoke to her yesterday about this. She said, you leaving your body, it's because you've been doing so much work. And it's true. I remember I started talking about Michael Singer months ago. I had been so in the bowels of deep, 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 deep work, like the deepest for months now. And I love that she said this because it was completely unsolicited. And she said, it's not that you left your body. It's that your body has to catch up to your mind. Mm. And that really resonated with me. So I was banged up. I was in a lot of pain. I had, thank, thank you for uh, asking me, reminding me to take Arnica. I had Arnica. I had my mother's prescription Tylenol. <laughs> I knew it would come in handy. I had the ice packs that I prepared the day before, not knowing. <laughs> and I did not leave the house yesterday. Good. I did not leave the house. And today I will slowly emerge. I am 80% better. <laughs> you know, I'm just a little banged up. I look like I spent the night in a sex dungeon. That's not bad. Because one side... <laughs> One side, one side of my body is kind of banged up. But, you know, one side looks like she had fun. And, yeah, and they tipped well. But um, other than, yeah, but other than that, I'm, but this, but this was a pattern interrupt. Never again. I spoke to another person, and he had a very interesting insight, and he said, well, this is why so many elderly people fall at home. I'm like, what do you mean by that? What the, he goes, because their minds are thinking about other things. They're thinking about the past. Mm. I wasn't being, isn't that fascinating? Yeah. Isn't that fascinating? It makes sense. They're thinking about their past. They're thinking about what they're going to eat. But whatever it is, if you're not in your body and you're not in the present, you're either going to be in the depths of the past, and you're going to be thinking about the future. Mm. But I think if you're present, you're not going to fall, or you're going to fall more mindfully. When it's like a sneak attack, my left leg, the stride of my left leg should have been greater than it was. Mm. But I really think it's a, I really think it's a miracle. I think I should have been injured way more, way more than I was. I really, um, if it had to happen, I'm glad it happened. Like, and I'm glad it happened. I'm Wake glad I did not beat myself up. Uh, totally, I did not beat myself up. And I used to, when I would fall, I'm like, no, not again. I would feel like a failure. Mm. Every time I'd find myself on the pavement in New York. And I would pick myself up and I would keep going. And then I would go home, you know, find whatever. And then I would see, like, all the damage later. I had capri pants on. So wow. it was, I, I yeah, I, my, my, my left leg was, was pretty bare. Um, it could have been so much worse. 
And it really made me think of a friend of mine who I'm kind of mourning, she's still alive, but who fell down a flight of steps in her fancy apartment, who has a traumatic brain injury, and um, she's never going to come back to how she was. Mm. That could happen to any of us. That's the part that I, I, that's the part I think when when I was in I was in shock and I can't again, Elisa, I can't thank you enough. Thank you for having the presence of mind to call me. Yeah. I don't even know what I said to you. I just know I was crying. Oh my gosh! Yeah, well, you sent me the text and I happened to have stopped. Um, I just pulled into a parking lot just to I don't know what I was doing. I think I had I had to check on something on, on my phone or whatever. Anyway, like I took a I took a moment for myself. And then I got that, I got your text and I read it. I'm like, because you, you, know, you said, oh, oh my gosh, you remember we talking about, you know, falling and I just fell and, and I, I, I had skipped over a lot. I just saw that you fell and I'm like, I'm, I'm calling you right now. <laughs> so, yeah, you, I, you know, I, I, I said something about something with Jeremiah. I don't even know. I missed a lot of the details. I was like, oh my gosh, I got to call you. I got to call you right now. So we talked and yeah, I mean, I, I know you were in shock. Um, I was in shock. I don't even know what I said to you. Yeah. 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 So I, and I was trying to get details and, and, he, and I know you're like, did you like, did you read my, t- did you read my test? I'm like, uh, no, not really. <laughs> I just decided to call you. But that was so um, nice that you called though. I, that's really. <laughs> well, I, I know, I know how big of a deal that, that is, you know, with you, when, when you were going through your following spell um, and then to have it happen. And then I was like, well, I just, just that, um, something told me like no, you need to call, and so I called. And I so appreciate that. A year and a half later, here we go. Right, but right. This was different. Yeah, this is, and I'm so glad Teresa said your your body had to catch up to your mind. Mm-hmm. And oh, and to go back to this guy, like this this morphic whatever whatever. Um, an hour after, not even an hour after I got to my friend's flight, blowing up my phone. Honey, all these texts, I'm like, what's wrong? What's, yeah, what's wrong? Yeah, stop it. Stop it. I'm like Sally Field with the cat. He likes me. He really likes me. Like, what the, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. And, and uh, it was so, so brief. So in the middle of the night when everything happened on uh, Tuesday night, I just got this hit of, oh, my God, addiction is so unconscious. I am so mm-hmm. conscious now of how that all works. So aware, we're so aware. But mm-hmm. the stuff that we're not aware of, at some high-level, high-level stuff. High-level stuff. And what's also so weird, too, is the day before that, because yesterday was my son's birthday, and I was kind of out of commission um, Tuesday night and, and yesterday. Um, Monday night, I actually put together all his birthday presents. So all he had to do midnight on his birthday, I said, oh, see that pile? That's yours. Like, I prepped every. It's weird. Like, I prepped everything as if I knew that this was going to happen. Mm. That was crazy. Yeah, and anything that I had to do, I just rescheduled. I'm like, I'm not, I am not leaving the house. Right. I am not leaving the house. And for Fourth of July uh, weekend, um, I'm not going back to Connecticut, but I am going to visit um, this fabulous 
um, couple, Chuck and Ben, and they live on the Jersey Shore in like a little mini mansion. This one's the Walmart's creative director. So they got a nice house. <laughs> and yeah, they got a real nice house with a real nice pool. And, um, and uh, Chuck's husband, Ben, is, I call him Chef Ben. Uh, he's not a chef. He's a, he's a recreational chef. Um, oh, yeah, for planning my menu. We were thinking about a clam. We we're thinking of doing a clam bake on there on July. I have never been to a clam bake. I do not know what that is. I've seen it on TV. I'm very curious. But yeah, it's like oh, I'm gonna make a zucchini blossom quiche. Please do. Please do. Please do. Yeah. So I I'm, I will go back on a different train, uh, different state. But I, you know, you have to go back to the scene of the crime. Right. And I'm going to be very woke, very, very, very well aware. But again, Alisa, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, of but it's weird. I'm glad it happened. You know, and and also, if I manifested that, we could manifest the flip side. Right. So I manifested that real quick, like instantly. Okay, so we can manifest all these other things that, we, you know, we don't dare to admit that that's, that's what we're aspiring towards. Uh, vibrant health, tranquility, fulfillment, love, creative and artistic satisfaction, mm. um, social responsibility, whatever you want to, however you want to articulate that. Why, yeah, so why, yeah, why is that so... Why don't we, we don't question manifesting the, the challenging things. Right. I'm like, you just manifested all of that <laughs> law of attraction. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad it happened. And I really want to interrupt this pattern of my my learning style. And again, I know what it is. I blame no one. I'm not angry at anybody. Um, you know, you you talk about um, absorbing ancestral p- patterns and taking the hit. Um, I know my mother took the hit for myself and my siblings. I know I'm taking the hit for my kids big time, radically hmm. changing, changing all of those patterns and those uh, dynamics up. But this learning style, uh, like, I no longer am I willing to accept a violent learning style, you know? And right. also, it's not fair It's not fair to the other people in my life, you know? It's not fair to this guy for me to be like, well, you know, I could start seeing other people. Like, I go into this weird ideation, you know? I could. Not that I want to. But it's like there's a part of me that, you know, has, has just been in that that trauma bond of just this fractured attachment style. And it makes it, it makes sense. I am the, the daughter of a, of a mother with, with massive unhealed trauma, you know, and abandoned by my father. Duh. Mm. That's all I've known. So to learn to, to learn violently that's how no that we're done we're done 
so I, I'm, I'm encouraged that Teresa had said, this is different. This is your body catching up to your mind. This is not, this is, this is not you disassociating. This is, this is good. I'm like, okay. Then, then in a weird way, I'm glad it happened. And no, that, 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 that totally as, makes as sense. As minimal as it was. Yes. Mm-hmm. That totally makes sense that, um, that, that, that you, you know, for you to see where there's that opportunity to grow from it. Um, yeah. You know, and to, yeah, to check and, in. Mm-hmm. Like you checked in with yourself. You checked in with a lot of other people. Um, yep. And, yeah, and you're, sure. you're willing you're willing to receive whatever information would come and, and say, oh, yeah, I have okay. to own it. I yeah. have to own it. Yep. And, and, and Amy had texted, you know, I'm sure you shared that with her. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because she and I both got banged up within, mm-hmm. you know, 24 hours of each other, which is crazy, unexpectedly banged up. And, uh, yeah, she referred to us as roller derby girls. So perfect. Um, <laughs> But also, too, you know, she said, uh, yeah, we've we, we got to slow down. Mm. And that's what I did. I really took, I really took pause and I just, it, it reminded me of like, uh, you know, a day, a, a, like remember early COVID? It reminded me of the days where it's like, don't leave the house. Right. It reminded me of those early COVID days and I looked at it as that. And, uh, you know, made sure that I, you know, took my arnica, had my, my, my leg elevated. Um, I did work from, from bed and uh, told the kids that had to fend for themselves. And it all, it all worked out. And I, I'm just going to just take my damn time gradually. Um, but what a way to kick off the eight year. What a way to kick it off. Wow. Yeah. And I don't take and I don't say that in a negative way actually. I say that, that in a way that maybe the, this is how to clear the decks to fully allow for what's to come mm-hmm. in this uh frequency of of the eight because that's some old shit right there. <laughs> Lifelong. It's right. decades. Decades of false programming. Decades of neural pathways not really being formed in my brain because of the, the reinforcement, you know. I'm just so liberated to not feel victimized and to, and to, and to, not, and to have nothing but forgiveness and love in my heart, you know, for right. my parents, for my, for my lineage. What's the point, you know? And I know what strides I've made for my kids. And if they choose to have kids or not, I know that the legacy is going to be uh, a lot more liberated than what I had to reverse in terms of how I was raised. Mm-hmm. Every generation takes a hit. So, but, yeah, I'm not taking the hit. I'm going to be falling in these streets or falling in, the, in, in, in gaps between, a, you know, a train car and the train track. I, I feel so fortunate. Like I am grateful, I am humbled, and I vowed, like Scarlett O'Hara, I vowed, <laughs> I, this is never going to happen again, never going to happen again. And I like that piece that my friend Larry said about, 
you know, older people thinking about things, and that's when they fall. So this this kind of awareness of really being aware when you're not in your body to put yourself back in your body mm-hmm. because that's when you fall. Of course, of course. I'm glad that that you're like you know mentally in that in that headspace and that physically yep. obviously you're going to get better. Um, I'm fine. You're yeah. already feeling better. Yeah. So, I'm your scratch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just yeah, it's like the black knight in monkey python. Just a flesh wound, right? Um, right, just a flesh wound, right? <laughs> And so Raven had said that's why we all have spirit guides and guardian angels. So you know, yep. we definitely have that. I was protected. Then, oh, I was protected. Definitely. Yep. Right. 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 And and so, yeah, you're right. Sometimes there there are situations or ways of of learning that we we attract because that's maybe the only way we get the lessons. Like we talked about how people learn a lot more from contrast than they do, it seems, than yep. from their successes. So that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Sort of a change of pace, and it's an interesting question that Jen mm-hmm. in chat has put in. And, and mm-hmm. I don't know if we can address it because it's the last, the last 90 seconds of the show, but the, I'm going to read it okay. to you. It's just a question. Okay. I am all for diversity and inclusion, but what about people who come to North America who still act like misogynists because that is their culture? Whoa. Right? So I'm like, okay, well, that's something I'll have to think about. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I actually, yeah. Wow. It's a big, it's a, it's a big question. And, and, that's, and, a, that's a, that's a, but, I think it's two different issues. Well, okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because in, like the whole the whole quote unquote woke space is uh, where systems need to be put in place where where space needs to be created where space did not exist before, and that's why everybody's scrambling. You know, the inclusion police, the diversity police. You know, you can't. There's certain things we can't say anymore. Um, it will equalize, but there's this this awkward discomfort to create space where, where space didn't exist and also to temper the, um, the, the archetype of colonialism and, and cultural appropriation. And, all, and a lot of that is, is fear of what's superior. Hmm. So you have all these cultures that are so brilliant and so superior and all of this, and, and it's, um, it's almost like that frat boy mentality to keep them down and all of that. And it's, it's so manipulated and, and it's disgusting. So we have to um, create more space. And it's like a Rubik's Cube with barbed wire in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just, that's just where we are. So that space needs to be created. The, the playing field needs to be redefined. One thing. Where it comes to whether it's somebody's cultural or religious beliefs, I mean, I, I, I think that's a separation of church and state. Right. So it, it's like it's it's like those those things should never be imposed on anyone outside of those that it's their free will to choose those cultural beliefs. But that's 
yeah, that's like the, the Twitter answer to that, but we can certainly uh, pick up this thread on uh, Tuesday. But I think yeah. it, it just, yeah, but it, just to address it, like I said, I think it's two different issues. But interesting. very okay. interesting. So, we'll, yeah, we'll pick that up again on. So, if you guys, so thank you for everybody. Thank you, everybody, for um, uh, today's show. And if you need to get a hold of us, you can send an email to LOABlend at gmail.com. And we'll be back on the air this coming Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. Take care of yourself and each other. Mind the gas when you're getting on the train. <laughs> and as always, uh, let the light do the work and to brighter days ahead. Love you. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.